Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. Let's do oh, it. Oh, oh. Hi, kids. It's Martyr. It's Z Tipper. And this is. Oh, oh my God. What just happened? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hey, well, I really hope that makes it. I really hope I that mean, makes it. It's going to. Because um, <laughs> I'm going to be very lazy with this edit today. Yeah. Sorry, kids. Um, but it's a lovely late May edition. It's almost Pride Month. Love it. I know. Um, I was like, oh, it's a Pride Month guest. And I'm like, nope. No. It's too early. I don't even um, know. What are we? I don't know. We'll figure that out. We'll uh, figure I don't know. We're always um, proud. We're always proud. <laughs> um, proud I all think, year round. Oh, my gosh. I just had an idea for a Pride episode, but I won't get oh, into it Oh, right you did? Now. Good, because yes. we need to figure out our future. <laughs> You're probably going to hate shows. it, but whatever. I'll talk to you during the break about it. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> we have such a great, exciting guest. That, you want an um, intro? I do want an intro. Yay. Oh, my gosh. Um, where do I start with her? Where did I start first to you? I don't. That's the question. But um, I knew her don't before. Don't me. Don't pr- I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not perceiving her. I wish we had like titles for our episode because that would be the title. I, it might be like the little quote I put. That'll, in the be, that'll be the first first line. In the Anyways, <laughs> she's our Brooklyn little gemstone, Miss Iodine Quartz. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I'm clapping. You can't see it. Hi. Thank me. you so much for coming on our little yeah. show, babe. It is Thank so you good for to having see me. These. Yeah. Of course, we've 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 literally been talking about you. I think since January about trying to get you on even longer than that. Oh, wait, yeah. Um, so I'm glad it's happening. Thank you for coming. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, other than this, I was going to be watching Castlevania. So <laughs> is there a new this season? Is, this is there is so good, but this is a better use of my time. <laughs> watch it after. Watch it after. So the oh, per- I, yeah. <laughs> so the first question that I start every episode since the pandemic is how has your pandemic been? <laughs> um, honestly, and I feel so toxic and bad for saying this, but it's been pretty good all in good. all. Like what all things considered, um, it could have been worse. Um, I've definitely had my trials and tribulations. I've moved. Yeah. Um oh. yeah, I moved uh you know, I got myself together. I mm. kind of, I don't know. I had like a spiritual journey, which was dope as hell. Um, so it's, it's been pretty, it's been pretty fortunate. I, you know, it could have been worse. I know a lot of other people who have gone through the ringer, you know, and I'm yeah. grateful that I did not have to do that. But it's also been, you know, very humbling, humbling as hell. That's but, yeah. good. I mean, yeah. all I'm in glad all, it's been like, fairly positive. Yeah. I, I mean, you're not- the first girl I've heard that went on a spiritual journey. So I kind of love hearing that. But yeah. Maybe we I mean, get we into had it. no other options. We'll talk about that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so where are you from originally? I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, ah. Specifically, I was like born in North Philadelphia, um, but I've moved like all around since then. Um, but New York has always been like on the roster for me to just like live here mm. and be about it. So yeah, I'm a I'm a Philadelphia girl. Ah, Philly is pretty close to here, so. Oh yeah, it's like driving. I think it's like an hour and some change. It's not it's, that far at all. I'm from Staten Island, and it's literally the same exact distance. And like, it's yeah. part of the Wait, city. Really? really? Yeah. Basically. It's basically really weird. Just, it's really weird. Just skip over Jersey and let's just make Philly a part of New York. Let's yeah, just, honestly, I'm for I'm, it. <laughs> I'm uh, here for it. Yeah. Bring the cheese stick. <laughs> right right and the liberty bell come on oh, yeah. <laughs> i saw the liberty bell <laughs> honestly has any american history happened in jersey besides jersey shore I'm i just... mean that's a pretty important um, part of history in my book <laughs> <laughs> i agree i agree that is the important part of it yeah. it was a turning point for all of us honestly it really, was. It really holds up <laughs> it showed me what fried pickles were and oh my god my fried pickles so good since. I love it. So good. Ron, stop. Anyways. Ron. <laughs> so how did you get into drag? Um, I, so, okay. When I turned 21, 
I literally the day I turned 21, I was very adamant on going to my first ever like fully gay club. I was like, it's going to happen. I've never done this before, but all of my friends were underage or they got their fakes taken. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on my birthday by myself to the Ritz in Hell's Kitchen. Ah. I know. Judge, judge me later. Judge me later. You're fine. Um, I went there and I had a very interesting, crazy, fun experience. Um, but then I could not stop going. So mm. I went in going. Um, I went on a Wednesday one day and I met Madeline Hatter. And ever since then, um, I just was like, okay, what the hell is this? Like, this is incredible you know the entire turn wednesday's cast i was like there's just so many different late like layers and levels to this shit i want to be a part of it um because i've always been interested in like movie makeup and just like mm. horror and and like special effects and you know just being creative and also as a visual artist it's just this is like something that like i don't know kind of like latched onto me so i had a conversation with her after her first show and I was like, yeah, I really want to do this. And she was like, yeah, fucking do it. Like, literally, come next week. Like, do it. And I was like, <laughs> Why okay. do you sound like her? <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, now I kind of, like, have to. So I think I spent, like, that entire week, like, going between, like, going to work and, like, also um, just, like, messing up with, like, pharmacy makeup and looking a hot-ass mess. And I bought, like, oversized clothes because I was like, yeah, I'm going to make my own pads and everything. And I went the next Wednesday. And I was like, I don't know if you remember me. And she's like, yeah, no, I remember you. You look sick. I love it. <laughs> she's like, keep coming. Keep coming back. And then um, ever since then, it's just been history. Like, you know, she started the competition. I started doing it. And it just met more, like, people in drag. And it just became, like, a way of, like, healing, you know, you know for me. So it's kind of how I got okay. into it. What competition was that? I feel like I know it. It was, it was called, it was literally just called Open Hall. But it was, like, uh, every, yeah. it was, like, every Friday and at one point it was like so it was like the moment for me because mm -hmm. it was you know I was basically performing with like all of my friends and you know Madeline and I became really cool and it just was like all right I have to endure the week of going to work and doing these shitty jobs and then it's mm -hmm. like Friday boom I get to actually have fun and live the New York experience that I've been like waiting for so that's how I got into it that's Cute. amazing Love how it. did you how did you decide on your name um, so like the summer before that, I was exposed to Steven Universe and that show, I don't know if either of you have seen it. It really helped me with like a lot of, I don't want to say trauma because it wasn't that deep at the time, but it helped me with a lot of like really traumatic experiences that I endured. And, um, it was therapeutic, you know, especially for it being like a cartoon and a television show. It really like it surprised me that it had such an impact on, on me and like how I saw myself and how I wanted to put good energy out into the world. So, um, and, you know, devising this or like inventing this uh, character that I knew was going to be forever changing and constantly having different you know, forms and experiences. I was like, okay, well, I definitely want her to be a quartz or a gem of some kind, but also I was like, okay, and in doing this, I'm rejecting basically what I wanted to what I thought I wanted to do in this like heteronormative life um and before that when I was going to school I was actually studying pre-med so I went oh, to wow. be a doctor and oh, I was boy. like really into iodine the chemical iodine and I was like that's kind of a sickening name like you know just like pop up iodine oh yeah that's me um, <laughs> so I, I don't know I actually my drag daughter uh ma'am she we were we were going to the same school um at the time and I was like running through a list of names with her and she'll probably remember the names I don't remember them but um, I remember when I told her iodine, she was like, oh, girl, no. She was like, girl, that is that is not it. It's not the vibe. And I was like, yeah, you're right, girl. And then literally the next day, I was like, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I like it because it's unusual. It makes you, you stand out. Like, that's what you, you. want to do in drag, right? I, yeah. I know <laughs> and I feel like that's what I, I try to do. Yeah. Oh, wait, go ahead. Um, I know it's not a gemstone, but it kind of works with quartz, I feel like. I don't know. Am I yeah. crazy? It, I don't. No, yeah. you're not crazy at yeah. all. It's um, yeah. it's like a an element. It's yeah. like within the periodic table. No, it definitely works and definitely fits. Um, I, I, do you have any like drag name backups? Like I was gonna be Satire, and I'm glad that didn't work out. Like um, <laughs> um, I so whenever I do a more like gender bending, um, I don't know what else to call it. Gender bending, more like abstract look that's yeah. kind of me bringing out my smoky quartz 
it's the it's like the defender, the protector of iodine. Iodine is more of like the encompassing uh, grand gem who's like bonded with you know Isaiah, who's me out of drag. Um, but smoky quartz is kind of like the the pawn, if you will, like mm -hmm. the stands in front is like you're not gonna fuck with them. Oh wait, can I? Can I, I can yeah, yeah, yeah. We're explicit. We're explicit. It's like, yeah, you're not, you're not gonna fuck with them, you know. Like, Smoky Quartz is the one who like got into needle pulling and and crazy shit like that, and like, you know, just like spitting up a bitch, a bunch of shit and eating dirt. Like, Smoky Quartz will like be on the front field. So that's kind of my backup, but also, I don't know. I feel like it's just like all a, it's mm -hmm. all like a union, like a little team. Yeah, no, I totally feel that. Um, I think we're going to talk about your needle pulling in our next segment. Yeah. Because uh, I am very Ouch. intrigued. Because uh, I remember seeing, I feel like I saw some at a pageant, but we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. We'll, we'll talk about hold it. Off, hold off. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> so for someone who isn't like familiar with you, how would you describe your like drag style? Um, definitely a shapeshifter. Um, never the same always giving another show another show no um, um i don't know <laughs> another club another club another club, another, <laughs> another club um iodine it depends on who you're catching whether it's iodine or whether it's smoky quartz but mm -hmm. still i feel like my persona is very open just open quick you know slip tongue um take that as you will uh but you know just quick with it very open uh loving a little a little snarky when i want to be but it all comes with love um i think that's actually just it yeah she's just love she's just love you know no negativity um i mean don't get me wrong i will i'll get into it if i need to but you know <laughs> just all in all just like wanting to be a a true gem and you know as far as like visuals go yeah i couldn't even tell you I couldn't even tell you. Sometimes even I don't know. <laughs> you know. It just depends on the emotion and the vibe. T. I like that. So how did you find your drag family? Um, actually, they found me. So okay. uh, Lay, um, who was formerly known as Black Lady, um, I, I don't ask me about her name right now. I don't know. She, she, I just text her. She's like, continuously changing it so um we'll yep. see we'll see her new form but um lay uh was actually introduced to me through madeline at a oh. school show yeah oh, okay. and but but lay reached out to me on instagram when i was um temporarily like displaced from my housing um in new york so i was like staying with family in pennsylvania and she reached out to me on instagram and was like hey girl love what you're doing I love like, you know, like this and that. Um, also, you know, I just like, I'm also like really interested in meeting up with you if you're ever free. And I was like, oh, I'm like living at home right now. Like there's no way to see you. And she's like, all right, well, if you can make it next week, you know, we're doing a ghoul school. I'd love to talk to you about future gigs or whatever. And I was like, I, as I was like looking through her feed, I was like, wow, this bitch is like giving exactly what I want to give. And like, you know, she's a nerd like me and she she's into the, a lot of the same stuff. And you know, it's just, it's really powerful to see someone in your community who number one looks like you, but also mm -hmm. is putting forth the same amount of interest in the little details, you know? So I was like, you know what, I'm going to put together some coin. I'm going to pack a bag, tell my family, I'm going to go visit a friend. And I stayed, um, I think in the city for like that weekend or that like week or whatever, mm -hmm. um, and went to go school in that life. And Ever since then, it's just been history, you know. I think I, I think at one point too, I even uh, like packed up the rest of my stuff from my aunt's house, like moved back here, and was just like, you know what, we're gonna make it work. Um, but then, as far as like my drag daughter goes, ma'am, she, uh, I met her through school, so we actually became really good friends before we even got into the drag mix. Um, one day, I just like threw paint on her, and I was like, you better work. You better <laughs> Where were work, you going bitch. to school? I went to Pace University, but ah. I also um, go to Brooklyn College, and I'm actually re-enrolling now. So ah, I almost went to Brooklyn College, but I went to it's so <laughs> it's so good. I love Brooklyn. It's a College. nice school. Yeah, it the is. campus. Some is really of the teachers nice. are some of the teachers are shitty though, but that's just that's, 
everywhere. Yeah, that's everywhere. Um, And then as for Allopexian, we actually met after I did open call at the Ritz. Um, I went to this bar and they were there. Um, I can't, I'm about to expose them. They were there, but they had their like little fake or whatever because they were definitely underage and I clocked it. I clocked (laughs) it. I literally came up to them and I was like, what are you doing here? I was like, you're so young. I was like, I'm gonna buy you a drink. And we just sat down and talked. And I was like, I was like, you're so cool. I was like, you're, you know, you're really fun. Um, I have this show coming up in a week, you know, come through if you're in Brooklyn. Um, and they came. And ever since then, it's just been love. And I was like, you know what? I want to make you a part of this experience and what and what I'm doing. Because they, before that, they weren't as exposed to nightlife, but they like mm. knew of it. Um, and they were like going to certain shows and they had also other friends in nightlife, but they weren't like within it. And yeah. I was like, I really see that you have a story to tell. And I want to, I want to help be a part of assisting you tell that story. So that's kind of how I met them. It's my how favorite did, people. Yeah. How did you decide on House of Courts? Um, I mean, honestly, I think I can't even take credit for it. I think it was Mamshi okay. that came up with it because she just took the last name and she was like, yep. She's like, we're giving House of Courts tonight. And I was like, oh, uh, bitch, I like that. I'm feeling that. <laughs> Mother so, Courts. I mean, Mother Courts. I mean, wait, no. That makes me sound old. I'm not old. You're not I'm not old. matrily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not matrily. Oh, my gosh. I mean, ask my kids. I'm a bad mom. <laughs> you adopted. Honestly, you adopted. <laughs> honestly, bad moms are just as good as yeah. good moms. I'm a hot girl mom. Hot girl mom. (laughs) Hot girl mom. I'm sharing mermaids. I'm a cool mom. I'm sharing mermaids. (laughs) I'm like, you guys are having marshmallows and pita chips for dinner. I'll be back home tomorrow. (laughs) Maybe. Don't wait up. I'll call you. (laughs) I won't. I'm leaving my phone here. (laughs) (laughs) Not this. Oh, gosh. I love it. Oh, my God. Um, I think we should take a little break. And we will talk about needle pulling when we come back. I'm excited. I I do want to talk about it as well, so I can't wait. Um, We'll be right back, kids. Bye! Bye! Wig, okay. I was like, well, yeah, you know, and all of a sudden, um, you know, the car just exploded and it's my dog. And, you know, I just, I, I feel like matcha is a really significant beverage that we should all be drinking instead of coffee. But the coffee business is, you know, dealing with beans. And I really love black beans, but I also love pinto beans. And when I worked at Chipotle, I could, just, I could go on. I could go on. Anyways, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> I knew you were going to die. That was a good transition. That was a good transition. That was day. a perfect transition. Um, oh my gosh. Um, um, but okay, we teased it like several times in our first segment, but let's get into this needle pulling. Yes. Um, so okay describe to our audience and mostly caitlin because i'm pretty sure she doesn't know what it is no i do know what it is <laughs> and i want to make sure if it's the same thing because i think it's very popular in la in the drag scene there okay. so i want to see if it is the same type of thing so if you could could you explain it yes. to the audience what the needle audience. pulling is so essentially my personal definition of it um is you basically you have your sanitized needles um you and you are replicating an earlier circus act which was pin cushioning um where you take a needle and you will just push it through the layers of your skin um some people go into muscle i feel like that's a little dangerous yeah um so i try to just you know get in through the first few layers of your skin and then you can leave it in there for a bit you know you can put pressure on it you can like move it around it's basically just for shock appeal yeah um and then also to just like gauge out blood um but it depends on like what gauges you use for needles but that's essentially it you're really just sticking needles in you you just you just sticking and poking them poking them and sticking them where do you put it on your body when you do it uh mostly my arms okay. uh for now for now i've been looking into 
different types of needles now to like mm-hmm. put into my face as well and then my yeah. back um possibly my neck but you have to be careful with you know um arteries and nerves yeah you don't want to you don't want to hit something you know especially during the middle of a performance you don't want to hit something and then have an emergency and people think that you're just giving a sickening performance you're like no i'm bleeding out no i'm dead (laughs) i mean what a way to to go though like honestly but that's the way i want to go you died literally in a gorgeous nightgown and just you know sing opera and i just want my heart to stop i just wanted to be like wow but just too sickening i just gotta i just gotta stop just gotta stop you know I don't want to be bleeding. I don't want anyone to have to clean up my blood. True. That's just really ghetto. You don't want to bleed your own blood? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I could just imagine, like, you know, being at, let's say, the Rosemont or whatever, and then next thing I know, I hit an artery, and then, you know, it's like, oh, she died. And then Troy just has to come over and just mop up my blood. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm embarrassed. As someone but- who's been at the Rosemont, where someone has blood on stage on accident, Oof. And they tied it into their performance, which Oof. was kind of sickening. Mm-hmm. Okay. It happens. Yeah. I, I it think happens. about it a lot. So <laughs> you would go out on a good note. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. In LA, it's pretty popular to see it on stage, especially back at mm-hmm. Precinct. I don't even know if they're still open right now. I think they saved it. But like, that's like normal there. But here it's, it's probably like, I've never really seen it over here. So it's cool that you're bringing yeah. it here. <laughs> how, did you get, to. how did you get into it? Um, so actually Mix Nobody's pageant was the first time I ever did it. Um, Mm. I used to really be afraid of needles and something I wanted to do for the pageant was, um, or something I, I try to do with like all of my drag, um, is I try to put things that I'm anxious about forward because my first time ever performing, I was, that was like my top anxious thing or like my number one thing that I had anxiety about was just being in front of people and being uh. perceived um <laughs> but uh so you know I talked to uh menthol about it and um I was like hey like I know that you do phlebotomy can you like help me out and like you know just like basically help me put my fears forward to sell this story that I'm trying to get into and then through doing that um I just I started getting used to the pain because now I don't even feel like it's pain anymore it's kind of um kind of erotic uh but uh ever since then I was like you know what I faced my fear in doing this so why not continue to do it because people kind of like it you know whether they like it or not people are always going to be shocked by it or you know they'll never be fully expecting me to just be like oh yeah I'm just gonna do this you know Nicki Minaj number and then out of nowhere needles you know just (laughs) In my arm, just needles, just pulling them out and just putting them in, pulling them back out, licking blood, <laughs> bleeding everywhere. Nikki um, would be proud. Nikki would be she proud. Would. <laughs> she would. She would. But yeah, that's essentially how I got into it. Um, I, I wanted to test myself the most in doing that. I didn't want to just get on there and be like, you know what, I'm just going to sing a song, I'm just lip sync a song, whatever. Yeah. I was like, you know what? No, I want to actually face a fear. And whether I win or not, I want this to be a memorable moment for me. And it was. Yeah, how did it go? How did it go? Um, I mean, I lost. (laughs) But you made (laughs) it to the finale. uh, I did. I did. I was actually top three. Um, You were. But but no, it was was actually really awesome. I I love the entire experience because um, it didn't go exactly how we wanted it to go. Mm. But both Menthol and I played it off really well, I think. And I was just like spewing blood at that point. And I was like looking down at my own arm and I was like, oh, geez. Like, I was like, mm, let me, let me go get, get a donut or something. Um, but it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Ever since then, I've never been afraid of needles. Um, you know, whatever, whether I'm getting blood drawn, like at a doctor's office or whatever, I like look my doctor directly in the eye now as it's <laughs> happening. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Get that blood. Get that blood. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but you know, it, was, it was fucking awesome. Who won that year? Um, uh, Brenda. Yes, Brenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, just Brenda. Yeah, that Brenda. No last yeah. name. Just Brenda. Yeah, <laughs> just Brenda. yeah it's, it, Brenda, just Brenda, that one. Brenda, yeah. just Brenda. Um, yeah, that was that was the most recent Mixed Nobody 2019. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was in attendance in that, and I remember that. <laughs> uh, that was a fun night. Um, was that your first time competing in Mixed Nobody? or did you It do- was. 
Mm-hmm. It was my first time. The, um, the roulette, I think, was actually my favorite part. Mm-hmm. It was so random. And I just brought like a bunch of random props. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And there was this one mix where I was like, hi, I'm Shelly Duvall. Uh-huh. Hi, I'm Shelly. That lives in my head rent-free because I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do for this. So I just pulled out my like old cell phone and took a hammer and just started smashing it. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> you know- I was like, you know what? They're not going to be able to say I didn't give. <laughs> um, and then someone else had eggs and they, I, I don't know if it was yes. the same. Um, I think that was um, our artist for our cover art. Skylar, Glitter Baby. Glitter Baby yes. was um, top three as well, I believe. Uh, that was my favorite performance. Yeah. It was the I, eggs for me. The it eggs. was the eggs for me. The eggs. It was the eggs for me. <laughs> um, I put that on my tombstone. It was the eggs for me. It was the eggs for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you were featured in Eros's music video. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Psycho. Yep, what was that? You like? are. <laughs> it was so awesome. Um, so I'm probably going to get my gay card, queer card taken away. I had never been to the Stonewall Inn before. Okay. And it was actually filmed uh, at the Stonewall Inn. And um, I like got the call last minute um, because a friend of mine like uh, networked us together and was like, hey, you know, this girl's kind of doing stuff. Um, hit her up. And they were like, hey, can you learn this entire song by tomorrow and show up in drag? Uh, to perform uh, for this music video. And I was like, that sounds impossible. Fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, and I, I also had a show that day too. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. I just will stay in drag all day. Mm-hmm. And I like learned the song and got there. There was like craft services. It was like, Ooh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, what is this? There was like yeah. cameras everywhere. I was like, oh. But um, Eris is so amazingly lovely. Um, Yes, I used two adverbs, get into it. Um, but I literally, I love them. Um, and it was just such a fun experience, you know? Um, I like, even like, everyone was just so nice to me. Like I showed up and I accidentally forgot my heels. So I ended up doing the show entirely barefoot, um, but they didn't care. They were like, oh no, just like sell it. Like give it to us, go crazy with it, go actually psycho. And at one point I was like actually clawing at my skin and my like skin was like red and I was just like, I'm really trying to like get into the emotion um, and it was just a phenomenal experience. I think it was the most submerged I've ever been into my character. And so I'm grateful cool. for that. Yeah, and it's, so it's a really dope, like the way it turned out, it's really awesome. And there's like crazy good, uh, not even good, it's crazy like amazing artists that are also paired with that same project that's just mm-hmm. like, wow, for me to be considered and to be so young doing what I'm doing, it's like, an honor truly an honor they're lucky to have you (laughs) also don't feel bad about not going in the stonewall all in that place is a gay tourist trap but that's an episode for another day i I know a lot of queens who would disagree with you on that one but (laughs) i mean get your coins i'm not gonna shame people for going there but Anyways, discussion for a different time. Yeah. Don't, don't send me hate mail, please. Send Caitlin all the hate mail, please, about the Stonewall specifically. <laughs> um, so pre-pandemic, you had a show at Father Knows Best. What was that? Uh, like? <laughs> that was crazy, insane, stupid, Tom Fullery, Tom Fuckery, Tom Ford. Um, it was just, it was a really uh, silly show. It was random. Um, it was a bar that was like close to where I live and I just randomly pitched it to them. I was like, yeah, I want to do the show. It's called period. And like each show is going to have its own theme and segment. And it's going to be about, you know, like we're always going to try to bring something new to it. So we did like, um, for our Halloween shows, period blood. <laughs> and then for, um, uh, what was it? It was, oh, they, like, I think the next month we did like period nerds. Or for Christmas, it was, I don't know, I don't remember the name of it, but it was just supposed to be a collection of randomness. And it, it really, it took off in its own way because it wasn't a queer bar. It was Father Knows Best. It was, you know. Yeah, where is that? That's off of Halsey and I don't remember. <laughs> um, but it's, it's near the uh, Halsey train station, the L train station. And 
It's like mostly a restaurant. It's like a restaurant bar. I was gonna say um, I know the name, but I don't. I didn't know it was a bar. Any, yeah, I didn't well, know not, it was it's, not, it's not really. I just walked in there and I was like, "Hey, I live here. You guys want to <laughs> do shows?" That's how you gotta do it, though. Yeah. That's like the like, only I, way. I brought my little iPad. I was like, "I got a PowerPoint. I show you your <laughs> revenue." And be like, That's- "Oh yeah." I, I, was, I came in prepared. Lay got my ass together. Mm. She's a great mom. She got my ass together. She was like, girl, check out their revenue. Look at like what their busiest day is. And then, you know, make it contrast to their like least busy day. And then tell them what you're going to provide. Show them your resume. Let them know what you can do for them. And then ask them what they're going to do for you. And I literally went in there. It was early as hell. They tried to give me a drink. I was like, no, I'm not drinking alcohol. Like we discussed this. And I just had my PowerPoint out. I was like, yep, we're getting into this. I was like, so how much are you going to pay me? And it actually went really well. Um, I stopped doing business with them because of the pandemic, but then also because my living situation was in the works. So yeah. I wanted to figure that out first, but yeah. it was, it was a cool experience and I'm glad I got to do it with my drag children too, you know, oh. for both of them to really get into the mix of nightlife and then have their own show or something that they can call their own was really important to me. And would you, you bring it back? I was going to say, yeah. I would. I would. I would. Um, I would want to do it at a bigger space, though. A bigger, more queer space because it was not a queer venue. So, like, we, yep. the people were very welcoming, though, of it. And they lived. They lived for it. You know, it's just like, oh, I'm sitting here eating my kale, you know, and mahi-mahi salad. And here's this drag queen performing Boss Ass Bitch by Nicki Minaj. <laughs> twerking in my face and pouring drinks all over herself you know just, and licking shoes i just love brooklyn's energy i just <laughs> i just love it I just love, this is why i live here like, like you can't get anywhere else i love living in bushwick yeah. okay. <laughs> anyway. it's just like it's just like one for the girls you know <laughs> i love this bit um uh, yeah i would i mean i i as nightlife is opening up again, I think we need more mm-hmm. queer spaces to, cause they've sadly been a dying breed. So, um, yeah. and I think your house is such a positive force in Brooklyn that I would love to see y'all perform again soon. Thank you. Live, of course. I love y'all. I love everyone. We're coming. We're coming. <laughs> I'm excited. We love I'll you. There. We're coming. We're coming. We're trying to, we're working on a few projects right now. That's all I can say about that. I can't wait to hear or see them. So you performed at Snack Theater at Chelsea Music Hall. What was that like? That was so... uh, I I don't know. It's hard to put into words what that was. Uh, What Snack Theater is as a collective. It's So as someone who, like, was always interested in theater, um, even in high school, like, just doing it, it has some of the best elements of what it's like working in theater to me like mm-hmm. the just from, from like even rehearsing and setting up the entire production it's so fucking professional and it's so fucking intense and just like it's to me it's different from going to a gig and performing and then you know getting your getting your tens getting your coin and then you know getting drunk and then going home it's like mm-hmm. you have to literally i was like setting up entire days to be like prepared for you know stage presence as well as performance that we were going to give on stage and then helping out other people with what they were going to do it was a full-on production and it it really also shout out to angelica and rara for just number one having me and but also fucking doing the thing and showing the chelsea music hall like how how much of a force we all are as queer people and as nightlife performers because everyone who has ever come to see that show has always left with like wow what the fuck like I was not expecting that like there's just so many things that they have done to set it up that it's it, it just no one else is doing it like that right now no one else and I don't, I don't know. It's, it's very ethereal to me, like being on that stage and being around people who swallow swords and can like, you know, I, I can't even be able to list, like list all of the things, but like, it's just, it's been beautiful. Is it's it like wonderful. a variety show? Cause I've never seen it. Yeah. It's okay. a full on variety show. Uh, mm-hmm. 
there's, there's but there's always a story too. There's okay. always a storyline that's being told and then there's an intermission. It's like a full on variety show mixed with a play, mixed with a musical, mixed with just burlesque and just gorgeousness, but also horror, terror. Depends on the, it depends on the theme. Okay. Um, the first one I did, I think it was, um, it was, I forget the exact name of it. Oh my gosh. My poor brain. I need more omega threes. Um, <laughs> it was it was Mars something. Uh, or Mars no, attacks? something with space. Basically, it was like okay. space themed. Um, and that one was just really fucking cool because everyone was like aliens, either aliens or people who were like you know, um, like nuclear blast survivalists or whatever it was just it was really intense and it was That's cool. so cool <laughs> um i unfortunately never got to see it because they would literally like sell out every show like yeah it, it was i remember hearing about insane, it but insanely popular um i don't know if that's coming back but i'm sure i'm sure they're working I'm, on something i'm pretty sure they're working on something <laughs> yeah like i'm i'm i guarantee that snack theater is not gone yeah I guarantee no. it for sure for sure don't um, sue me, Rara and Angelica. I don't know the actual tea. <laughs> <laughs> Defamation suit coming your way. Um, it's okay. So- I don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of both of them, um, mm-hmm. who were some of your favorite people you've worked with while in Brooklyn? I guess. Uh, Brooklyn in specifically? Uh, in, general. in general. Yeah, in general. Definitely, they are top. They are definitely top tier. Um, Angelica Sunday, Rara Darling, uh, Beatty Bedbug. I have so much, so much, so much love and respect for Beatty. Mm-hmm. Like, point blank, period. Um, Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa has become a really good friend of mine that I just enjoy wholeheartedly and I think is a beautiful soul um, and deserves more recognition and more love and more beauty and, and 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 respect from this community um I'm trying to think i don't know i i love so many people um, i heard you work with some dragula people i did uh i love saint saint is such a sweetheart and so lovely um saint if you're listening i love you um <laughs> madeline's cool i guess whatever um, <laughs> no i love her uh i would not be fully iodine cords without Madeline Hatter and that's mm-hmm. that on that um <laughs> Leia of course Leia is not even just my drag mother Leia is one of my best friends and yeah. my like queer confidant um I miss her dearly yeah. I do Come too back. she's Do-do. coming to visit. visit oh, oh she's coming to visit soon yeah okay. in a few months in a few months Yay. I'm not gonna put your tea out there but mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but who else um Foster I love Foster Mm-hmm. so much um also the entire house of hatter i like basically grew up in drag with those bitches i uh-huh. live for them i love them dearly and i'm so here for their success so all of them blue saucy all of them be thick dummy thick mama um, i love me some be thick <laughs> right oh, um, damn who else I okay, just, now who do you hate? Yeah, <laughs> who are the bitches? Yeah, give us some tea, bitch. Hey, messy queens. No, I don't hate anyone. <laughs> I mean, I, here's the thing. I feel like if you're going to say you hate someone, that's giving someone unnecessary energy mm-hmm. that I refuse. If I don't like you, I will literally ignore your existence. Like, I will, I don't know if it's a Scorpio thing. I was going to be like, what is your sign? What is your sign? I'm a Scorpio. Uh, I'm a Scorpio, but I was also raised by an Aquarius. So I'm like, there you go. I I was like, this is some Aquarius energy happening right now. I was like, I don't have time for the bullshit if I don't like you or if I feel like you're moving a certain type of way that is going to infringe upon my happiness or my life. I will genuinely remove you from my field of thinking and you will not exist to me like so it's not it's not about hate like i'm i I don't hate you do your thing baby if you got to be successful and going that way go that way but please believe me i will be going around you you'll cut her out (laughs) exactly um but there was someone though in nightlife who (laughs) will remain nameless Mm -hmm. that i feel like at one point was trying to come for my gig oh no um yeah (laughs) 
And I've had to have several public conversations with that person. Caitlin, um, why would you? <laughs> yeah. And Caitlin was good. It's <laughs> um, a call out. Oh my gosh. But um, no, uh, but even with that person, it's like, you know, gotta let bygones be bygones and bi girls be bi girls. You know, it's 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 like, you know what, you do your thing, mama. And I hope you do it well. And I hope it gives you success because at the end of the day, we're all grown. Mm. We're all adults. And why, why make shit more difficult for us? You know? Uh, so true. So um, I don't hate anyone, but I will fight <laughs> and not get caught. That's I'm going to jail that's for the, you. That's Hell no. <laughs> um, and on that note, which is a lovely note to segue on, um, I think <laughs> we're going to take a little break because um, I think I dine and Caitlin need to fight. I, I want. I want to watch. Um, <laughs> I would lose. <laughs> I'm outside. <laughs> this is pre-recorded. I'm actually outside. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? We'll be right back, kids. Bye. Bye. Oh my god. <laughs> those I love those. Wig. Okay. Hi, kids. We're back. We're back. <laughs> I just, think we can still use that. In, in yeah. There. Oh, my gosh. Um, and we're, we're wrapping up our interview. Yeah. With Miss Iodine Quartz. Um, Wrap it up. Use a condom. I'm not prepped, mm-hmm. though. Still, mama girl. Still, you should use a condom. <laughs> gonorrhea and chlamydia are out here in New York City. We yeah, are... like super gonorrhea. Yeah, I don't know what makes it super. Put a cape on. That's it, what they but... call it. Miss <laughs> Clark cape on it. Miss Clark right? gave us gonorrhea. <laughs> She'll anyway. do it again. <laughs> She'll do it again. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's get into our regular questionnaire towards Scheduled the end. Programming. Special programming. <laughs> yeah. From viewers like you. Thank you. Like okay. you. <laughs> I feel like there should be a musical segment. Um, so, do you think you'd ever be on Dragula or RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes. Which That's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> okay. And, and the um, work. Um, I would like to be. Um, I would also though like to be more financially prepared because yeah. I know that everything else I'm just ready for. I'm ready to. Um, particularly with Dragula, I'm ready for all the exterminations. I think that I might self-sabotage a little bit just to get into the extermination, mm. just to show them like, oh no, this bitch is actually crazy. Like yeah. I, let's do it. You said yeah. you want me to stand in a tank for how long and get exposed to hyperthermia? Let's do it. Let's mm. do it. I will tango with death. Um, but as far as RuPaul's Drag Race, um, I would love to do that as well. I, I, Listen, I'm trying to go where the money resides. Yeah. But also, also though, my heart is deeply with Dragula right now. So mm. I think that that would be super cool because it's just artists actually supporting people who want to really take their art form and, and show other people that like you don't have to compromise yourself all the time. You know, like you can show the different realms and how you want to do it. But at the end of the day, you're still being you while doing it. Yeah, and and doing crazy shit. So, I would love to do that. Um, but you know, it just depends on who wants me. <laughs> have you oh, auditioned the- for either of them? Oh, uh, you don't have to answer. <laughs> I really love the color red. <laughs> <laughs> I really love it. Um, I cannot confirm nor deny <laughs> about anything. But um, shout out to both of the creators. They're really awesome. Book them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Whoever wants to, again, whoever wants to pay me more, you know. You know. And on that also, note. Though, yeah. Actually, I do want to say this. Um, also, I really think that just me being on um, a reality TV show would be hilarious. Because you have the right personality for it. I think you would gosh. you would definitely get cast for something. Thank you. I, I really want to be. um. I really want to be the Tiffany Pollard of the group. Like, especially if I'm like, especially if I get on with like a baby love or like someone who I'm like, oh, bitch, you're going to go really fucking far. Like, Mm -hmm. this is not my season. 
I want to be the person who's like, you know what? I'm going to talk to the producers and we're going to start some shit for a check. Yeah, you know, that's what you got to be. That's what you got to exactly. do. Exactly. But I'll let everyone else know, like, you know, hey, guys, everything that I'm about to say tomorrow is not real. And then the next day I come in, who the fuck are you coughing at? <laughs> so you're going to do a Sharon and Fifi from season four where they just oh, think not at all. all of it. <laughs> not at all. It's going to be so much more dramatic. It's going to be so much more dramatic. I'm just going to start crying out of nowhere. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I've never seen someone cry without their like tears. They're like, I'm I'm crying for my heart, bitch. Like <laughs> I just I really wanted a water and they gave me a bubbly and I just like I fucking hate strawberry flavored drink. Throws it on the ground. I'm leaving. <laughs> back wins the challenge. Today was a great day. <laughs> I just want to give entertainment. So we need that kind of energy nowadays. So I'm here Thank for you. it. I'm here for you know, it. Let's do it. So again, whoever wants to pay me more, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do something strange for some change, but that change should be like $100,000 plus. I'm trying to buy a house. <laughs> On that kind of money? Anyway. <laughs> I didn't say it had to be a big house. <laughs> I like cottages. A, a nice little countryside home. You know, you know in Thailand. <laughs> something something a little nice you know for the girl yeah. um do you have any upcoming projects that you want to plug in the little podcast um right now no iodine is i'm mostly working on my technical skills um i will however be starting a youtube channel soon so there is that so if you want more of this you know buffoonery and tomfoolery and tom ford um all the re's riri um if you want all of that i will be doing that soon so keep an eye out for that um also i think i might be having a pride gig which is going to be interesting because i've never done anything like that so we'll see we'll see um so what's the best advice you've been given about doing drag Mm. To honestly stop giving a fuck about drag politics, about what people think, about what your family says, about even sometimes what you have to say about yourself, you know, to just stop giving a fuck because life is short and you're doing this because you want to. And that's what life is really meant to be about. Um, um, Also, this is just for life in general. We're literally supposed to be out here naked as hell having sex with each other with everyone and eating fruit we don't have time to be like you know stressed and and worried about or second thinking about bullshit that's actually not going to affect us at the end of our our life journey so just do you and do what you want to do and if someone has something to say about it thank them because they are paying attention to you and that means that you have fans and you're being watched and that's good. It's nice to be watched and surveillance unless it's from the government. Good point. So, yeah, that's, I think that's some of the best advice I've, I've been given. Um, that into, um, oh, Mary Cherry gave me this. This is good advice. Uh, blend to your neck. Yeah. That was good It's advice. so true though. It's so true. It's, it's Blend important. into your neck. I, ever yeah. since she told me that, I'm like always like taking my, brush and like going into the back of my hair yep. and like yep. yep get down into the, all those bits mm. yep that's mm. a, that was that's a really good advice though top tier advice i'll never forget she was at open call and she was like oh hey girl use that brush get that neck blend into your neck and i was like oh bitch you were not saying nothing but a thing because i definitely wasn't thinking about it <laughs> oh my gosh. But, um, um is it my turn yeah it's my one. I'm, I've been asking you. You got you night. got to ask questions. This I know. Episode. That's usually, unusual. Usually I'm like dead after things, but I had yeah, a very I mean, good. You, you're awake I today. A, I had a very good therapy session beforehand. So I'm, uh, I'm apparently good. your uh, therapy sessions are very intense. That's what I've heard from other people. Other people. <laughs> yeah. because you Remember you were doing it um, on a stoop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yes, my one question. Okay, Miss Iodine, we told you before we started recording to give us a legendary story of 
New York, or just nightlife that you have experienced. Something juicy, something, uh, I don't know, the Defies legend, something that sticks in your head that like when you think of something crazy that you witnessed, this is the story. What is it? Okay, so this is actually, I didn't even just witness this. This is a night that I was a part of. Good. So this is a story of how I got into a full on fist fight in full drag um, dressed <laughs> as I dressed as white diamond from Steven universe. But to anyone else, I just looked like a ghoul, like a ghost <laughs> and all white and all white, a white painted face contoured to the gods, lips overdrawn boots, scary looking as hell and just fully fist fighting. So I, it was my, it was supposed to be my last week in New York. Um, Cause I was moving back home at the time, but uh, that did not come to happen. So, you know, my friends and I were out, we were celebrating. I did the competition. It was cute. It was great. Um, I got really, really drunk and emotional because I was leaving against my will. Um, And I had an interesting conversation with another friend who was like, yeah, you can actually stay with me. So I was like, oh, actually, I don't have to leave. Great. So then we're celebrating even even harder. And I got more drunk. um, And also the bar we were going to drag queens drank for free. So I was, as you can imagine, I was pretty deeply intoxicated um and at this time i would love to just you know peruse around hell's kitchen looking terrifying as hell because everyone else there looks like pop stars and kardashians so i'm like you know i'm just gonna haunt the halls of hell's kitchen with my friends and you know eventually some people started going home and at one point i was by myself and someone who saw the competition that night came up to me and they were like I just want to let you know like how much your drag speaks to me and like how much I love that you're just doing your own thing and he just started crying I could tell he was also drunk as well but he just started crying and he was like it just makes me like really want to you know do more things that I want you know and not stop listening to other people and be myself and he was like fully breaking down like sniffling everything and I was like oh my gosh I just wow. started like hold, like hugging him and I was like it's okay like you know like what are you what's going on in your mind like what do, what do you need to talk about and this random ass man, mother, I don't even know what to call this motherfucker, comes up to us and starts like dancing or like, I don't know what he was doing. And then he like starts gyrating on this person who's crying into my arms. And they're like, they, they look over at him and I'm like, excuse me, sir. Like, this is not appropriate right now. This is not the time. And even being drunk, I was like, let me try to handle the situation because this is what is this you're carrying and as i was like excuse me sir this is not the time he's like okay girl all right girl all right girl and i was like okay this is coming off very not only misogynistic but very like pacifying me because i look the way i do i'm like sir i just need you to step away right now and he's like okay that's what i'm gonna do girl that's what i'm gonna do and instantly Iodine took the back seat and I guess Smoky Quartz jumped out or it might have just been Isaiah at that point because my voice got very deep and I was like I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to but I'm not the one I will fuck you up right here on Hell's Kitchen I am not from New York City I was like sir I will literally kick your ass right now in a wig and a dress and he was like oh what is all this I was like yeah motherfucker I just I called him everything out of the book a pussy ass bitch a little, a little all of it And as I was cussing him out, I was also pushing him away from this other person. So he starts to, you know, walk away. And I'm like, yeah, you better run away. As this is happening, other people are gathering around. They're like, yeah, get his ass. You better cuss him out. And I'm like, you know what? This is ridiculous. Let me back off a little bit. He gets in a cab. He starts, the cab starts driving away, but it stops at the stoplight at the end of the street. And he's like, yeah, fuck you, bitch. That's why you're not a part of this community and you'll never be blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, you think you're safe because you're in the cab. So I walked over to the cab, opened the door, and I was like, fuck you, motherfucker. And then as soon as I'd said that, he starts pushing me again. And I took that as, oh, you are trying to hurt me. So I just started punching him in his face. And the cab driver is just like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Because all he sees in the backseat is this ghoul and ghost just wrecking this man's shit. And this man is like closing the door on my arm as I'm punching him, but I just kept going in. And um, yeah, 
I like stopped punching him and he closed the door and drove off. Um, <laughs> so if you ever see iodine out in the street and you try to push yourself on someone um, and you try to, you know, denounce my presence, just know that I try to be about love and light, but I don't play. I don't play that. Consent is everything to me. T, love that. That was a good story. Oh my God. Thank you. I hope hope that the person that that happened to never hears this because now they're going to know who it was. (laughs) Do you do you know who it do you know who they were? Oh, or? absolutely not. Uh, absolutely oh, not. Okay. It, was some, it was some older man who no. was very entitled in Hell's Kitchen. I don't mm. think I'll ever see him again. Probably not. Okay, good. But he was very, he was very drunk as well though. So mm. he probably didn't even remember me. He thought it was a dream, probably. He probably was. <laughs> probably woke up with some bruises. Like, whatever. Oh, I hope so. From I did regular Friday. Yeah. I did. I woke up with some bruises. Um it was great though i was like oh and then right after that people were like oh my gosh i can't believe you just did that i'm like yeah i don't play i'm about my community even though i'm not a manhattan queen but work whatever you're in new york yeah same thing you're fine (laughs) so our last question is where do you want to take your drag in the future to space (laughs) <laughs> that was the easiest question no, come um, on Elon come on Elon right? <laughs> I would not go yeah <laughs> um, honestly I I want to take my drag to the masses I want everyone in the world to know who Iodine Quartz is whether you like her whether you hate her no actually I want you to like me um, <laughs> I want everyone to just be able to see my vision and my artistry and to be to be able to be counted as not just a drag queen but as mm-hmm. an artist who painted different stories and who who was constantly trying to change how we view reality and and you know just being a perspective type based artist um so i just i i want to be worldly known I know that everyone kind of wants that um I don't so much want the fame that comes with it I guess but Mm. you know if it happens it happens but I just I want people to be able to look at my art and have an opinion about it so you know and also actually space as well you know send send some videos out into the into the universe who knows we might get some good stuff back you know or they might just destroy us because they're like we can't let this get past this little world we can't it's too much it's damaging very damaging but um no I just I would like to be able to touch people in a different way I love that we're here for it yeah that was so cute I had to end it a little had to end it. we love a li- little happy ending on our Yay. Shit show um, after I talk about a full fist fight <laughs> you know you know this, this is an emotional roller coaster of an episode yeah that's iodine for you yeah. it really is um thank you thank so you. much babe for coming on thank you for having me oh my god this is anytime. so lovely um where can the kids find you on the internet and in person if they want you can find me at maria hernandez park i will be selling poly gel nails for five dollars <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, only on Thursdays, though. Uh, every other day of the week, I'm sleeping. Um, <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram at I-O-D-I-N-E-Q-U-A-R-T-Z, Iodine Quartz. I am the only Iodine Quartz on Instagram. Point blank, period. The same thing is for Twitter. TikTok as well. Please follow my TikTok. Not enough people follow my TikTok. I didn't even I know, know you not- had one. They're not good. I know they're not good and they <laughs> never will be good. I intend for them to just be shit posts. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, follow me on TikTok if you just want to see a bit more of my randomness uh, and my guinea pigs. Um, and do I have any other social media? Instagram, Twitter, Twitter TikTok. Oh yeah, Twitter is the same thing. Iodine Quartz. Um, I'll just tweet about food and, and nerdy things and shows. And the Prince of Egypt, for some reason. Also, I'm not religious, but I love that movie. I, it's I a good that movie. Amazing. So good. good. Like, wow. And the soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack's crazy. Do you know there's a sequel? Uh, we don't talk about that one, though. Yeah. Uh, no <laughs> we're, we're aware of it, but it's mm. over there. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, she exists. 
but yeah, that's, I mean, that's where we at. Like, you know, I think that's like all the places you can find me for now, but YouTube is coming soon. And yeah, you know, like, I don't know, like Pornhub. Actually, no, Pornhub's canceled. Uh, Only, Only fans. fans, girl. Just for fans. I thought about it. I thought about it. Only Dude. fans because I have really big feet. So I was just going to start squishing fruit. Uh, you would You'll get a lot audience. of followers for that. Yeah. I think I'm going to start it. I think I'm going to start it once. Yeah, I just, I don't know if I have to report that to unemployment. So I, I might wait. It's weird. It's weird how it works. <laughs> Oh my god! I might um, I might wait and just have videos saved. So if you want to see like a size fourteen and a half, just squish some raspberries and blueberries. <laughs> you know, I kind of do. Might use, <laughs> see, <laughs> and don't worry, I'm not I'm not gonna be like the other girls. It won't be like ten dollars a month. It'll be like five. You know, it'll be, like, it'll, be, it'll be it'll be like realistic. You know, because like I know we're all on a budget and we gotta get our kids out. You know, mm-hmm. and I'll be playing some like good music. You know, it's like some Sade or like Marilyn yes. Manson or like some actually not Manson. I'll be playing some Rob Zombie and like I don't know Mitski while I do it. While I just squish fruit. Some I, of the fruit will be old. And now I kind of want to see this just for the music. I want to see it. <laughs> I got just you. put a preview on TikTok. I might. Oh my God. I might. I'll just blur out my toes. <laughs> oh my God, not this. <laughs> well, thank On you again, note. babe. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh my God. It was a pleasure. Um, I was Martyr. I was C. Tupper. And this was Wiggle Up. Bye, kids. Bye. 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 I'm C. Tepper. You can follow me on Instagram at C-T-E-P-P-E-R and read my book, The State of Drag, where I interviewed 175 drag queens from around the world. All proceeds go to charity on Amazon.com. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at DragTheMartyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, dick pics, send them to DragTheMartyr at gmail.com. Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Pandora. And catch up with past episodes on work.com. That's W-E-R-R-R-K.com. Artwork for Wigging Out was provided by Glitter Baby Online. That's Glitter Baby Online. Thank you.